Welcome to More to the Point, the extended interviews between KGB Texas Communications and innovative leaders working to create positive consequence in our communities. We hope you find them inspiring and informative. Today on More to the Point, we sit down with Rudy Garza, President and CEO of CPS Energy, and Janie Gonzalez, Board Chair of CPS Energy, to discuss the public utility, its role in the community, and its recent rate increase. I hope you will enjoy our discussion. I'm Jonathan Gerwitz, partner with KGB Texas Communications, and welcome to The Point. Today, we're visiting with Janie Gonzalez, the board chair of CPS Energy. Welcome, Janie. Thank you. Excited to be here. And Rudy Garza, president and CEO of CPS Energy. Thanks for having us. CPS Energy is the largest municipally owned electric and gas utility in the nation. What are the benefits of having a public utility that's owned by the community that it serves? Number one priority is the community. It's our customers. One of the biggest benefits is in a time of crisis, for example, the pandemic, no one was prepared for something like that. We're able to enact no disconnects, not just for a couple of months. We're talking a couple of years, even though it's been slightly controversial about that. I believe it was the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do in time of need to make sure that our customers are put first. And if this was a private organization, that wouldn't have happened. And so I think the other benefit is the amount of investment that goes into the community. Everything from volunteerism, sponsoring organizations, you know, the people that work here spend their money in the community. They care about their community. They're vested in the mission and the revenue that goes to the city. Again, it's it's a good portion of it. And um, we've also have demonstrated when we have good years, now the city has extra money to do great things. Yeah, I mean, our board members are our customers at the end of the day. The, you know, the, those setting policy for us, whether it's at the board level or, or at city council, you know, it's all driven by feedback from the community. So every dollar that comes in goes right back out into the benefit of our community in some way. Janie, earlier this year, the Board of Trustees approved a generation plan that will guide CPS Energy for years to come. Tell us a little bit about that plan. I think we've really worked hard to ensure that there's different ways that we communicate with the community and that we're very honest and compassionate about hearing their feedback and that we, we do have the right mechanisms to ensure that all different stakeholders are being have been heard. And I think that was really important for the entire board. The generation mix was no different. Um, there's diversity in thought and uh, what's best to, to support uh, not just the city of San Antonio or growing you know, areas. And we need a mix of things. Not one thing today is gonna be, can 100% support a community. It requires different sources of energy. Rudy, the power generation plan is part of a larger strategic plan that is guiding CPS Vision 2027. And that'll take the utility not only to 2027, but beyond. Tell us a little bit about Vision 2027. One of the first things that we did once we stabilized the organization two years ago is immediately created a strategic plan that what it did for us was provide us focus. And that focus was there's so much changing in our industry right now from a regulatory standpoint, technology standpoint, you know, our computer systems needing upgrade that it's really difficult to, to create a plan that's 20 years out right now because the change is going to be happening in the next five years. So we created Vision 2027. The board endorsed a generation plan as part of that strategy. Uh, we got the work done to prepare 
for our enterprise system upgrades that, that's coming. Uh, we continue to focus on operational evolution, focus on customer growth, focus on getting our employees and our people strategy right. So those are the elements that are gonna carry us through the next five years, really maybe to 2030. But in the meantime, while we have developed the 2027 plan that we're executing to right now, we've also got a, 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 an effort going internally to take that vision 2027 and stretch it out to 2040, 2050. So we're thinking longer term, but there's so much changing over the next five years that we really need to stay focused on the shorter term while we're working on the longer term strategy. And those changes you talked about, those investments that you have to make, that brings us to a big discussion right now. How would that uh, additional revenue from the, the rate increase be used? So remember two years ago when we came in for uh, the last rate increase, that we really started at a double digit rate increase, which was a very difficult pill for the community to swallow given we were kind of coming out of the pandemic and winter storm year and we were just had a lot going on at that time. So we paired it back to the cost back then while we worked on our, our vision uh, 2027 strategy, came in at 3.85% with the understanding we were gonna have to be back in two years. My job is to ensure that we have the resources we need to run a reliable system while we're trying to maintain affordability at the same time. So what this particular rate increase pays for is really an extension of what we started on two years ago. It's our people, we gotta continue. We got 30% of our people that are eligible to retire within the next five years. We gotta stay on top of that and make sure we have the people ready when you know those folks start, start to retire. We've got exponential growth. We've got to get the engineering work done to start the work ahead of us on the generation uh, plan and we've got an ERP system that we are you know, in the process of, of getting underway, replacing right now. So that's the, the brains of our entire operation are all part of our technology. And that technology is 23 years old. So whether it's a cybersecurity issue that we've got to make sure we stay on top of, how we bill our customers, how we pay our employees for their, you know, for their salaries, it's all wrapped up into our, an enterprise system that has to be replaced. That's not discretionary. Those are dollars that have to be spent. Janie, uh, what do you see as the biggest challenge facing the utility industry? Disruption, frankly, whether it was Mother Nature, we, we saw two specific examples of that, and the evolution of technology. At the end of the day, <laughs> things have changed drastically, and I believe our, our industry was one of the last sectors to be disrupted. I think we're doing all the right things to, to catch up, but more importantly, it's not just to be reactive to what's happening. Everything's very thoughtful and strategic and how we want to respond with what we're facing. And we've done a lot of responsible things. I think we've been very strategic in planning and investment, and again, getting feedback from the community. But our biggest sort of find, frankly, is, is just the past pace that everything is changing. It's the rate of change that's coming, you know, not just from a technology standpoint, but how we generate power, the smart devices we use to self-heal the system, you know, as, as storms come through. We are in a period of high, high investment. A uh, billion dollars a year for the next decade is what we're facing in terms of the amount of investment we have to make. So the minute we get behind on that, Jonathan, we'll never catch up. So my job is to create a plan that allows us to reasonably step into those investments uh, over a period of time where our customers can actually afford to help us pay for that. Um, so we'll take it a bite at a time. You know, we can't do it all at the same time. We're going to have to do a little bit as we go. Uh, but I believe we've got a plan, and that plan has to be funded. 
Well, Janie, Rudy, thank you for your leadership. Thank you for visiting with us today. And thank you for joining us on The Point. Thank you for listening to More to the Point. If you have any questions about this episode or want to learn more about our company, please visit us at kgbtexas.com or email us at podcast at kgbtexas.com.